Welcome to Get Your Goal with Paula B. I'm your host, Paula B. I'm a weight loss and menopause expert, certified life coach, and author of the book, Mind Over Menopause. On this podcast, we dive deep into the mindset tools and proven Get Your Goal formula that will help you lose weight for the last time. Are you ready to get your goal? Me too. Let's go. Hey, goal friend. Welcome to episode number 277, the one where we are talking about trusting the process. And for today's purposes, the process that we are talking about is the 5-0 method, which is my completely free program that explains everything that you could possibly need to know about losing weight for women over 50, because the process of losing weight is different for women over 50. And really specifically, the 5-0 method process, the reason why it is such a good idea to trust it is because it works. The 5-0 method is backed by science. I mean, the science has proven again and again and again that truly the way to lose weight for everybody, all genders, all ages, everybody, every physical body, the way to lose weight is to eat in a slight caloric deficit. That yes, there are Some reasons why eating certain ways might be particularly good for you personally or why eating at certain times can be healthy for your body. The only way to inevitably lose weight is by eating in that caloric deficit. So eating the right amount of calories is the thing that produces weight loss results. And further to that, the thing that will get you to be able to eat in that caloric deficit is by understanding the principles of how you do anything, which is to say the brain science of how we are not just motivated, but why we do the things we do, which is to say that we have a thought That thought creates a feeling and that feeling drives our actions. Those actions are the things that we do with the 5-0 method. Things like eating the right number of calories, drinking the right amount of water, getting the right amount of sleep and exercising. But that brain-body connection of knowing why you do things that is included in the 5-0 method is part of what makes it such a powerful, powerful process. And then the other things about drinking your water and sleeping and exercising, the explanation for how those work and how those, even more importantly than how they work, how they don't work, which is to say how exercise is not the driver of weight loss, but is rather driver of health and something that we do for our brain-body connection and our mental clarity and all the reasons why it feels good. Not that it drives weight loss, but that it feels good and feels healthy. And even more specifically for women over 50, how too much exercise can be the reason why you're not losing weight and even the reason why you've gained weight for lots of women. And then to explain in there how sleep is the thing that can really help your body operate efficiently and drinking enough water, again, can help your body operate efficiently and how not getting enough sleep and not drinking enough water can show up in gains on the scale. Understanding how all of those different factors work together is part of what makes the 5-0 method such a powerful process. When you are not just trying to, you know, eat less and move more or not just trying to restrict your calories or not just trying to exercise more, but really understanding all of 
A, the science, and B, the neuroscience, and C, the moving parts of it all, that's what makes it such a powerful process. And I love, love, love that when new members come into my my private Facebook group, my free private Facebook group, it's called The Beehive, where they'll come in and they'll be like, okay, I downloaded the 5-0 method and this really feels like a lot of calories and a lot of water and not enough exercise and I have no idea how I'm supposed to sleep and I've never journaled before and I just don't know about this. How there will be like 50 or 100 women who will just be like, you know what? Don't worry, just trust the process. And I love that this is such an easy thing to say because the 5-0 method process is so inevitably successful for so many women. But here's what I want to offer you today during our conversation. Not just that trusting the process is good for you or it'll help you because the process is so amazing, even though it is. And I totally encourage you to go get the 5 method if you don't have it already. There's a link in the show notes or the description box, or you can just go to getyourgoal.com. It's not just the trusting of the process that makes your results inevitable. Trusting of the process, interestingly, and this is what I'm going to posit to you today in the podcast, trusting the process is actually only the first step to getting where you want to go. And the other steps are inevitable and incredibly easy when you do trust the process. That trusting the process is part of the process. (laughs) gets you to your goals. My friends, I know that I just made that sound like like it's a riddle wrapped in an onion and hidden inside of an enigma. And sometimes that's what this mindset work can feel like. But here's where I want you to go with me today. Trusting the process will help you trust yourself. And trusting yourself is the magic that will take you not just to your weight loss results, but honestly, everywhere. Trusting yourself will get you to every goal, to everything, to every place you could possibly want to be. Not the least of which is just that place in your life where you feel amazing because you know that you have the power to do anything you want, to create any result that you want for yourself. And trusting the process is the first step there. So let's talk about how this works, why it works, when it works, all of the things. So you download the 5-0 method, you go inside the private Facebook group, and hundreds of women are like, yes, just trust the process. And I love that this feels like such an easy thing for lots of women to do. And I fully respect that trusting the process might even be the thing that feels like the first barrier. That trusting the process, especially if you are, I'm going to say like me, meaning that you gained and lost weight numerous times, that you've tried lots of different programs. I'm not going to say that I've tried lots of different programs. Actually, my weight loss story is that when I was very young, okay, very young relative to how old I am now. I'm 53 now. And to me, very young means like in my early 20s. Actually, even before that, I'm thinking about like when I was like literally very young and or like a teenager, I didn't necessarily try a process. I would say that I tried lots of diets, really specifically 
I vividly remember that there was this thing in Cosmopolitan magazine, which is hilarious to me now, because you know how literally every single issue that comes out has a new diet that is like the thing that will help you lose weight. It's like, well, if any one of those worked, why would you need a new one all the time? Huh, so weird. But anyways, there was this one thing that was like the carb lovers diet. And I remember that the reason it sounded so exciting was because you could eat French toast for breakfast and you would make two pieces of French toast with one egg. (laughs) And that sounded really awesome to me because of course the place where you want to save calories is on the protein. (laughs) It's funny how our dieting concepts have changed over the years. In any event, So I tried lots of different diets and most of them just came down to restricting myself and trying to not eat the foods that I loved, which just really quickly to the aside, the reason, one of the many reasons why I think that the 5-0 method is so powerful is because my personal opinion is that you should absolutely eat the foods that you love and learn how to eat them in the portion sizes that make sense for your calorie target. And then over time, you will absolutely find yourself making choices that include the foods that you love and also include foods that fill you up maybe a little bit more than some of the foods you love or foods that have maybe a little bit more like health or function to them. Like, okay, let's throw in a piece of fruit once in a while, or let's have a salad once in a while, or it won't require you to go directly to you have to eat all healthy all the time and restrict everything in low calories and all of the things that we've been taught our whole lives how to eat for weight loss. The 5-0 method really asks you to make decisions based on what you want and then figure out how it fits into the process of eating the right number of calories. So, And even in that that small example that I just gave you, you can kind of see how trusting the process of the 5-0 method helps you slowly over time make one decision at a time that also teaches you to trust yourself. Okay, so coming back to the point about how trusting the process can feel like the first barrier of entry. If, for example, you have had lots of different processes that you have tried over the years. I'm going to finish actually telling the story about how I did a lot of diets and I did when I was in my early twenties, I did, I've told you guys this story on the podcast a couple of times. Not that I expect you to remember everything about me, but I feel like I don't remember whether or not I did Nutrisystem or Jenny Craig. No, you know what? I'm almost positive it was Nutrisystem. It must've been. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, but I did one of those things where they give you the food and you go in every week and you like get your your grocery bag full of their prepackaged foods and so that was like one of the first real like actually contained systems or processes that I ever tried was in my early 20s. And I remember that one went off the rails almost immediately. I remember being on it I mean, in my own way, which is to say that I ate significantly more food than the prepackaged things they gave me because I was probably eating like almost nothing. I never used to count calories, so I have no idea how many calories it must have been. But just thinking about how tiny the portions were and like how little of food there was. And I was in my early 20s. Like, 
My metabolism was revving full steam ahead. I guarantee that I needed more food than I was given. And I was hungry all the time on that one. So I, I just ate more. And I, interestingly, here's the thing about being in the right caloric deficit. Even though I was eating more than what I was told to eat, I know for sure that I lost some weight on that. Not a lot and not as much as I wanted to. And at the time, I wasn't making a ton of money and it cost money. And I had all kinds of excuses as to why it didn't work and why I couldn't afford it and all those things. All those things we tell ourselves when truly we don't trust the process and we don't trust ourselves. So thinking about how trusting the process can feel like such a barrier to entry. Here's what I will offer you about taking this leap. Gather evidence for yourself on purpose. Like understanding that that maybe you don't trust the process. Really being okay with the fact that you have self-doubts, you have doubts about the process, you have skepticism about weight loss in general, and maybe the people who teach you how to lose weight because you've seen lots of what you think of as like scam artists and really being okay with not trusting the process can, weirdly, help you trust the process. And here's why. The self-awareness that you gain from recognizing that you don't trust the process is interestingly part of trusting the process. Again, I know we're like all onions all the time here. We're just peeling back these layers and digging in deeper. But here's what I mean. Even hearing the thoughts in your brain about how this might not work and wanting to listen to other people offering you their evidence, telling you to trust the process, looking at the success stories of the people who have lost weight, asking in the Facebook group for evidence of other people who have eaten this many calories, because that's the one that I hear all the time. I know it sounds like a lot. I totally get that. But if you trust the process... (laughs) not even trust the process. If you don't trust the process, but you go out and intentionally seek the evidence of why this process might work, you, my friend, are already inevitably changing your brain to be able to trust the process and then in the future, trust yourself. Seeking evidence on purpose is one of the ways that you can jump in and trust the process, but it will also help you do that subtle thing where you will seek evidence that it's working because you will have already sought the evidence that you can trust the process. You will then continue to seek the evidence that the process is working. This changes your brain in this very, I like to think it's a subtle way because we don't always necessarily like see it working. But here's what happens inside your brain. Your brain always, always wants to seek evidence for things that you already believe, and then it will create evidence for things that you already believe. This is, it's just how your brain works. Like this is the brain science. But by you opening yourself up to the possibility that the process could work, Your brain, like the most obedient dog, 
on the planet, which I've never owned one of those, so I don't know, but I always like to give this as an example because I know that obedient dogs exist. I've seen evidence. I trust that they are out there. Your brain, because of the way it's wired, because it wants to be efficient, and really, let's talk about that just really quickly. The reason your brain will always seek evidence for what it already believes and create more evidence for what it already believes is because that takes less energy. Once your brain has formed a neural pathway, it wants to continue thinking that because it takes less energy. It literally burns less calories to continue thinking the same thing than to think something new. So by opening up your mind by the self-awareness of the skepticism that you have and asking for evidence, you are starting to create a neural pathway for trusting the process that can then become more efficient over time. You are, through the very act of acknowledging your skepticism and intentionally asking for evidence of how the process might work, you are changing your brain. I love knowing that this is possible. Let's sit here for a quick second. You are not at the mercy of the things that you have always thought. You are not always going to continue to get the same results that you have always gotten because you are capable of changing your brain. Your brain is such a miracle and has this superpower of being able to change. It means you can change your mind, you can change your body, you can change your life. And the way that you do that is by trusting the process. And not just trusting the process, but trusting the process in a way that you learn to trust yourself. Now here's the next barrier of entry for you, possibly. Trusting the process was the first barrier of entry where you were like, eh, I don't know. But by recognizing that self-doubt and that skepticism and that doubt about the process and the people who would tell you processes, recognizing that is that first self-awareness step, intentionally seeking evidence for how the process might work is the second step there. And then doing those things can help you learn to trust yourself. Trusting yourself right now, I'm going to guess that that sounds like a barrier. You're like, no, I don't know. I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself to keep the weight off. I don't trust myself to lose the weight. I don't trust myself to be able to stick with this. I don't trust myself to make good decisions. I don't trust myself to be able to do this. Here's how I like to think about the slight shifting from trusting the process, which I already told you was the first step into trusting yourself. I remember when my kids were really little, like literally babies, how, you know how babies cry all the time? I mean, maybe you don't if you don't have babies or never had babies, but babies cry all the time. My personal experience with babies is that my babies cried, I'm going to say more than other babies because I didn't really know what to do about it. It felt like a lot. They were both very loud. There was a lot. It was a lot. It felt really difficult how much my babies cried. But there was a point where, you know, your baby is crying and you're, you know, walking around with them and you're kind of bouncing them a little bit, but gently because you want to get them to go to sleep. And then they finally kind of start drifting off. And there's that point where you're 
you're holding the baby who's almost asleep and you tip them gently into the crib. And there's that deep fear of the change of position can sometimes startle a baby awake. So you have to be really, really careful, really, really smooth, really, really gentle with having the baby on your shoulder and then gently laying them in the crib. This is exactly how I like to think of transferring the trust that you have in the process into trusting yourself. You gotta do it gently enough to not wake the baby. (laughs) And here's what I mean. When you take one small step at a time and you make one decision at a time and then intentionally, like here's the thing about just going willy-nilly versus coming at this with intention. Going willy-nilly, you might never trust yourself. But when you intentionally make a decision with the idea in mind that this decision is going to get you where you want to go, and you're going to intentionally seek evidence for why this was a good decision, your brain will look for evidence of why it was a good decision. And that one little decision is the thing that helps tip the baby into the crib. When you are just going about your life doing things, making decisions, and letting your brain, I'm going to call it run amok, you might never learn how to trust yourself from trusting the process. But when you are really specifically doing the 5-0 method and taking a look inside your brain with the journaling practice that we do every single day, when you are looking at your thoughts, when you are intentionally gathering the evidence of how your thoughts are either not getting you where you want to go or getting you where you want to go, you will change your brain, change the way you think about your brain, change the way you think about the process and change the way you think about yourself. When you are examining yourself your process, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, that intentionality is the thing that takes you from trusting the process to trusting yourself. And I want to offer you something else here that you can also transfer your love for the process, which by the way, is the other thing that I hear in the Facebook group all the time that, oh my gosh, this is so doable. I've never been able to relax so much. I love that I'm able to eat the foods that I want. I love that I'm not trying to kill myself with exercise. I love setting myself up for success with a routine. I love this process that you can ever so gently transfer that sleeping baby into the crib and learn to love yourself. My friend, you are the one who is doing the process. You are the one who is committing to all the actions, who is making things happen, who is making the decisions, who is getting the results. The process doesn't get you results you do. Really take a look at that. Really 
see yourself as the success. Trusting the process and loving the process is part of the process. It's the first step to you trusting yourself, loving yourself, giving yourself the results that you want. It's not the process, it's you. And trusting the process is the first step to you getting where you want to go. You guys, I really hope that this was helpful for you today. And I hope that this really, if nothing else, I hope it helps you take that first step into trusting the process so that you can learn how to trust yourself, how to love yourself, and of course, get the results that you want. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review so other women of a certain age can stop struggling with the scale and start loving their menopausal bodies. And if you're ready to change your mindset while you're changing your weight, then it's time to get into the Get Your Goal Mastermind group, where you'll find my proven success formula, answers to your questions, expert coaching, and the community support you've been looking for. You don't need to lose weight alone when you can have fun and level up your mindset with friends. With weekly coaching calls, live journaling classes, and access to the tools and strategies I've used to help thousands of women lose weight for the last time, the Get Your Goal group is the place for you to get your goal. Learn more about group membership at www.getyourgoal.com. And I'll see you inside the group.